This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And we are back on Monday talking about the lovely ladies of Atlanta, reunion part two Part two Two. I I think I liked part two better than part one. I don't know what your thoughts were. I disagree. I think part one was gave us the information we needed, and part two was just a little bit of a extension that we didn't necessarily <laughs> need. And that's how I feel about that. I mean, it's always fun to watch these women, but like I there was nothing, there was no base on what they were fighting about. They kind of this was just kind of like an insert insert episode it's almost like episodes have blooper reels and this was like what i got from that which i love i love their insults but i was like okay could have been uh watching something else but that's how um, i feel so before we get <laughs> before we get too deep into atlanta um how was your weekend what you what you get up to in quarantine it was really good um <laughs> no it was okay well i know what the highlight of my weekend was so I brought I my car into Manhattan and there's like, how can I explain this? Manhattan's almost like a calm mayhem right now. There's like no rules that I know about. And like, no one's, everyone's behaving and doing what they're supposed to, but to like an extent. And like, I parked my car on the street for three days and no ticket. So that was my that's pathetic that that was the highlight of my weekend in quarantine. Like, what you know, else do I have? <laughs> we got to take what we can get right now. On Saturday, I, I, um, I rented a city bike, which I've never done before. I will and not I, do that. I rode down to Times Square. That's nice. That was, I, I like, I wanted to see Times Square, even though it sucks. But also that was just like as far as I was willing to go because then I had to go back. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but That's really it was, nice, it was nice, though. Yeah, I it was nice. Might I got, take I got my a bike little, out today. I got a little sunburn. Oh, um, I like that. I'm jealous. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, another important update that happened over the weekend. So last week we had the Vanderpump Rules editor gate drama with Sheena, and said editor Brie Dellinger posted an open letter on Friday sharing that she did get fired from Vanderpump Rules after her comments became public. And she said a lot in the letter. It's still on Reddit if you want to read the whole thing. But she um, she does not sound like she's sorry about anything she did. I will say that. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, unless she had something in the pipeline, like another job or another offer or another something, then that's fine. Whatever. But for you to lose your job, a good job from um, an outside perspective for something like that oh my goodness like that is not worth it you know like she said 
she said that she's working on another show, but I still just don't get, she said that her words were taken out of context and it's like, girl, you, you said Sheena should have befriended you if she wanted to get a better edit. Like that's not out of context. Like (laughs) you said it. I don't know. It's very crazy. um, It's, it's a classic thing for people to say that their words were taken out of context. And it's like, no, it's a podcast. You can listen to the audio. (laughs) Um, I know. And it's just not like, why, why would you do that? It's, you have to think before you say anything, especially if you're dealing with people in public, in the public eye. Well, good luck to you. (laughs) Good luck, Brie. (laughs) Sure. Good luck. Uh, (laughs) uh, Okay. So getting into the Atlanta reunion, we pick up where we left off last week with Portia having this quote unquote receipt about (laughs) Kenya talking shit about Cynthia and I'll be honest, I love Portia, but this receipt was a little bit weak. Well, I mean, did the did you see last week the leading up to it? Like, what was it? Remember last week when we discussed it, we were like, what could it be? What could it be? Why is this taking so long? And now we see why, because it's like... Um... And because, okay, did Kenya say something to Portia about Cynthia? Yes. But it was basically just like, did you see that scene? Wow, that scene was crazy. I thought Cynthia had my back. It wasn't... Portia made it sound like Kenya texted her being like, Cynthia's evil and she needs to be off the show. And then it basically was just like, oh, I didn't like what she said to Eva. Yeah, it's, she took it. And I think, here's what I think was going through Portia's mind. She probably wasn't expecting Andy to be like, send me the receipt. So she, in her mind, was making this whole big thing. And then when she was like, oh, fuck gotta send it she was like okay so maybe it's not as crazy as i made it out to be but that was fun while it lasted (laughs) i did i did like portia casually just goes we had just watched the scene of cynthia and bottom bitch referring to eva and it was just such effortless shade i portia really really comes through with these shady phrases and clapbacks and names and whatever and it is so fun to watch yeah but i mean i love portia too but sometimes when she goes on these like insult rants i'm like did you have these written down like was she like waiting for she's like okay i don't have anything to say now here's this here's this here's this here's this but i did like when i really appreciated this because you know how i feel about cynthia and mimi's friendship when they at when andy asked nini and Cynthia and they each said it and I was like oh my god so they're like not not friends you know they're like not in a bad place they're cordial and I really appreciated that they're obviously not where they were in the beginning or like from when we knew them in the past but they're working on it it seems and like I love friendships on the on the housewives and that one made me feel good I think Nini and Cynthia have gotten to a point where they have to have some level of respect for one another. And Mm -hmm. honestly, they're not, neither of them are, they don't have issues with each other anymore. They, it Mm -hmm. makes sense that they have friction sometimes or, you know, that they have a lot of history and baggage and whatever, but there's no reason that they should be fighting with each other right now. Like they have bigger fish to fry. Like Nini fighting with Kenya is way more compelling than Nini fighting with Cynthia to me. And obviously Cynthia and Kenya are close now, but I, I like when Nini and Cynthia have at least a, a cordial relationship. Yeah. Um, I, okay. The th- one thing that bothers me to no end is that Kenya 
will not fucking own up to crashing Marlo's hair event. And time after time, she has passed up an opportunity to admit any wrongdoing in that situation. And or ever. even last night, even last night, we saw, she asked if it was wrong and she goes, well, was it wrong when they came to my hair event three years ago and tried and said it was water in the bottles? And it's like, Marlo had nothing to do with that. Right. Meanwhile, it's, they it's showed just, the clip from it though. <laughs> Like she's trying to go tit for she's trying to go tit for tat with Marlo on something that Marlo had nothing to do with and then acting like that's the reason why she didn't do anything wrong and it's like girl just own up to it like that was a shady ass thing to do <laughs> yeah and three years ago you have no leg to stand on really at least like if you have something that's like relevant or just happened you have like some sort of power behind you but this like come on that is a true like tit for tat scenario that being said i do really want kenya to release a kenya more hair care song on itunes because i constantly have kenya more hair care stuck in my head and i would absolutely (laughs) listen to that (laughs) okay well (laughs) i'm trying to think of (laughs) We'll wait for that. Maybe we'll put that into the universe still. And then like, maybe that, I mean, what else do they have to do right now? Really? So that Gone might with make the sense. Wind Fabulous. Gone with the Wind Fabulous is such a banger that I would love for Kenya to make her return to music. Right. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. My other favorite part of last night, because there were so many, was the muting saga continued. Andy loves that mute button and he works it. And like, it's so funny because they all tap their ear and they're like, I can't hear Nini. I can't hear Nini. And I was like, you, you muted her. You muted her. And then what he mute everyone. Did he mute what? everyone at one point? Like he muted sure, all he, of the women. When he muted Candy and Nini, they kept yelling for like 30 seconds after. It was so long that they, before they realized. Oh <laughs> and they're going, they're like touching their ear. Like Portia and Eva are like, there's no sound. Wait, I literally <laughs> just said that, Dylan. Did you not, did you not hear me? Were you muted? <laughs> maybe, maybe you were. Maybe Mike muted you in the background. <laughs> um. Okay. Um, also, our other what we talked about last night, Portia coming through with that card, and we have a question from Portia from Atlanta, <sighs> girl. That was 
perfection. <laughs> I had like an out of body experience at that moment because it was that just was one amazing. of those things where I'm sure she planned that ahead of time. Like it was not just like whatever, but I loved because I'm not sure Andy really would have asked. So Portia brought up the cookie lady situation and small plug. We uh, have a, we have a, we have a, apron on shopbetches.com that says cookie lady. <laughs> it's very fun. So Portia, Portia brings up the question to Tanya, do you think Kenya acted alone in bringing the cookie lady to that brunch? And mm-hmm. I actually thought that was a really interesting question because that was clearly something that we saw go down on the show, but I don't feel like we ever fully had context for who knew about it, who was involved, whatever. And basically Cynthia owned up to the fact that she knew about the cookie lady and was aware of the cookie lady, but had no idea she was coming to brunch that day. Which I appreciated that Cynthia owned that because it's like, yeah, like it wasn't your fault that that whole situation happened, but like you played some kind of part in it. Yeah. Well. I felt, I like Tanya. What are your thoughts? I do too. No, I like Tanya because I feel like she she gives a different vibe to me. I feel like she's very I, cheery and positive and not saying the other girls aren't, but she's just, she just gives me a different, like almost like a fresh air is Tanya. Even when, when we went the, back this season and they went to, they went to, um, what was Toronto. it? Were they Toronto? Like, I loved that. I loved that trip. I think, so I've seen on Twitter and on Instagram, I guess, Tanya gets a lot of, people People love to drag her for not being as aggressive or not having the clapbacks of the other women or, you know, for just kind of being like, maybe seeming like a weaker personality type. But mm-hmm. I think that she actually does bring something really fun to the mix. And I like, I like that her energy, sometimes with Kenya and with Nini, it's just like, there's like kind of a darkness there like it's a little everything is so heavy and I like that with Tanya sometimes she's just there to have a good time and she isn't trying to ruin someone's life with shade or whatever (laughs) like she can just I don't know if she needs to be like a full-time housewife and on for seven seasons and whatever but I I like her energy and I think it's a it's a very different energy from the rest of the group and I think it's fun to see them play off of it because because they love a new person to kind of come for. So I'm into it. Candy was also very quiet again this episode. I didn't see much from her. And she sat with like a look on her face the entire time. Like she was ready to pounce, but nothing really happened with her. And I I have so much love for Candy that all I want to do is like see her. And I'm wondering like, what is happening? Why, why is she, I almost prefer that she's not involved in the drama, but also, I don't know. Do you feel that way too? I thought that last week as well. I definitely thought that last week, this week I liked seeing her and Nini get into it toward the end of the episode, but it's strange because the drama that she has with Nini really all started after filming because right. Candy was saying that she didn't have an issue with Nini until Nini started talking shit about her in her YouTube videos. And let's be honest, I consume way too much Bravo content. I'm on Bravo Instagram accounts, Bravo on Twitter, all of this shit that I watch. I do not watch Bravo celebrities on YouTube. Mm-mm. It's not something that is fun for me. 
I, I tried to watch one of Nini's videos. It was like 25 minutes long of just her talking to the camera. And I'm sorry, but I do not have the bandwidth for that. And so even if the drama may be really interesting, I just am not going to go down that rabbit hole of watching Candy and Nini's <laughs> videos on YouTube. I can't. Okay, but I'm holding you to that because I can see you going there if you don't have something to watch one day. I can be, I can see you being like, I tried out watching YouTube videos today and I really liked it. <laughs> don't, don't come free. <laughs> you know, that's true. And I know I that's know. true. Also, at some point I'm going to watch all of Candy's videos on YouTube, but I'm not ready to admit it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Another thing that I has kind of annoyed me this season is when they bring up Wendy Williams so much. And Candy says that she doesn't want to comment on Portia's relationship because it's not her business great but then nini tries to make a comparison between that and commenting on her relationship with wendy williams and i'm like that is not the fucking same thing nobody's talking about wendy williams right now yeah why are you bringing that up again like wendy williams is like a weird friend of the show (laughs) yeah wendy williams is like the seventh housewife the like silent housewife it is it's Um, like she's like a ghostwriter but but a housewife edition (laughs) So then we basically end the episode with Nini and Candy just yelling back and forth at each other. And there were some great little moments that came from this. Like when Nini tells Candy to learn from the lunchbox, which (laughs) of course is a reference to Mama Joyce's story about her lunchbox getting stolen. I don't know. I can't even remember that story. It's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) And then... (laughs) <laughs> when Candy finally gets to 
you can't stop seeing me because I'm everywhere, bitch. I'm embedded in your motherfucking brain, bitch. Well, Candy, like like Portia, but Candy's more intimidating to me, is like comes at you. So she was like ready with her hands and whatever and ready to go like through the screen when she and she's like that in real life too on the episodes. And I love that from Candy because she's like, ah, you know, like, oh, well, you better listen to me. I just made that up. She didn't say that. You better listen to me. Why'd I just say that? That seems really intimidating. Candy, you better when listen Candy to me. And starts to get upset and she has that little crack in her voice when she's like, <laughs> you better not talk about Todd. <laughs> It's so good. Oh my god. I don't know where this lo- I love candy so much. I don't know why. And okay, Whatever. but I think my per- my favorite moment of the entire episode was when Nini was trying to come for Candy and she was saying a lot of things and then she latched on to saying that Candy is unforgettable and she definitely meant forgettable. <laughs> like she <laughs> oh said it like 20 times and it's like that is not no no uh, yeah, and that's like the worst when you go to like, like be mean and it doesn't like work out. It's they were like, I think you meant forgettable. That was awkward. I was like, oh god, what do you what are you supposed to like? How do you come back from that? <laughs> and she just said it so many times, and I guess that's how you come back from it is you just keep saying it until <laughs> everybody else thinks you're right. I don't know. It's like, like that's no, that's what I meant to say. You're, you're like exactly forgettable. unforgettable bitch That's unforgettable <laughs> um, remember when Natalie Cole was on Real Houses of New York <laughs> no like I don't remember I usually am I'm surprised I usually remember random details like that and I don't give me give me some context um, where were they oh it was like per they like performed on a boat or something and she had to like wait in the bathroom. I don't remember exactly when it happened. It was hmm. weird. <laughs> okay, there well. Are, um, so who from part two of the reunion is your number one Bravo lab in the group? Cynthia. Cynthia Ooh. is my number one Bravo lab. Yeah, I liked how she was very cool, calm and collected. The only thing I didn't like about of choice like it looked like an old mimosa like that was just sitting there for like four weeks but um I liked her I love Cynthia's energy and her positivity and she just shuts it down and of course her cheekbones so I did love she talked last night about Noelle Noelle. coming out Mm -hmm. and they're quarantined with Noelle and her girlfriend right now and that was it was really nice I feel like she's very genuinely supportive of Noelle which I love yeah who was yours um, I think it's gonna have to be Portia again. Again, I just she's a reunion queen. She know she comes Literally. prepared. She is bringing the drama. Whether or not she's involved in the drama, she always brings the entertainment. Right, and she is a queen because of her crown. Because she of loves her that. Crown. <laughs> Uh, okay, this was fun. We will be back on Thursday talking about the Vanderpump season finale and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and join our Facebook group, Bravo by Betches. We literally love you all. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.